morning from the team here at 1.37 p.m. This is 7.31 a.m. Let's get the day going. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to another amazing episode of 7.31 a.m. It is Wednesday hump day, December 15th. And as always, we got to rep these, you know, these anniversaries, birthdays, films, music. So on this day, the 1978 Superman film, which featured Christopher Reeve in the lead role, debuted in United States theaters on this very day. Guys, one of the greatest superhero films of all time, an epic poster that I got to get laminated on my wall someday, and the theme song, knocks. Like, guys, go back and do your, your, your homework, man. You got to watch the first Superman film. Big budget, 1978, blockbuster, took over the world, dominated all the headlines. Still one of the GOAT films out there. So, guys, check that out. I wrote my thesis about superhero movies in college, my undergraduate thesis, and I feel like uh, Superman people sleep on the fact that it was the first kind of blockbuster superhero movie we had created. There had been TV movies and things like that through the 50s and 60s, but this Superman movie was the first time that we got a blockbuster superhero movie that is the precursor to the whole era that we're in now, and it couldn't have happened without this movie. And so I agree. If you haven't seen it, check it out. It's a banger. So let's start with some gaming news. Gaming. Guy Beam, a.k.a. Dr. Disrespect, is launching his next major endeavor, and that's the creation of his very own AAA Game Studio. The name of this new development house is Midnight Society, which already includes several developers that previously worked on series such as Halo and Call of Duty. Dr. Disrespect noted that Midnight Society is aiming to make games that defy the one-and-done publishing model and reward all those fans and influencers who make them a success. Midnight Society is currently in the process of working on its very first game, which is set to be announced soon. Be sure to check out the studio's website, Twitter, and Discord for more info. Entertainment. In the world of entertainment, we've got to talk about the National Film Registry and its new films that it just added. You know, it's always cool to hear about different entities out here preserving pieces of iconic art. One of those entities is the Library of Congress, which is adding 25 new films to its National Film Registry this year. Among those films are two big screen epics that Star Wars and Lord of the Rings fans will appreciate greatly. So, Return of the Jedi and Fellowship of the Ring are now included within the National Film Registry, which makes a ton of sense. They're great films. Some of the other noteworthy picks added this year include Cooley High, A Nightmare on Elm Street, Selena, and Richard Pryor Live in Concert. If you're looking to suggest an iconic film for next year's National Film Registry inclusion, you can do so as nominations can be made right now on the Library of Congress website. Yo, Charlie, what's going on with our homie, J.R. Smith? Sports. Thank you for passing it over to me. So if you haven't been following, J.R. Smith is a uh, NBA champion and just one of, I feel like a bit of a polarizing NBA player, but in my opinion, a beloved NBA player who is just a personality on and off the court. But so when he retired last year, he, instead of deciding to just kick it and party or whatever, he decided that he would re-enroll in college um, because he was drafted straight out of high school. So he was eligible to go to college and eligible to compete in NCAA sports. And so he wanted to go back to college so that he could play um, golf. And so he has been enrolled at North Carolina A&T. And there have been a lot of stories throughout this year about him playing golf and just kind of living his best life in college. He's been learning a lot of stuff and sharing it on Twitter. I've just loved following him on Twitter throughout the semester. And then yesterday, this took Twitter by storm because it's just such a feel good and wonderful story. But Smith posted um, saying that he had finished up his first semester of college and that he had earned a 4.0 GPA which is just so exciting. And so many other big personalities in sports were reaching out, congratulating him and just seeing the video of him um, after finding out just how excited he is and just just a feel good culmination of all of his hard work. 
Um, he said, I can't even describe the feeling, especially when you don't think you can do it. The man hasn't been in high school since 2004. So, I mean, to come back um, to college and, and get a 4.0 GPA is just so, so impressive. And I think that all sports and NBA fans and J.R. Smith fans are proud of him and, and excited to see it. And I just, um, I love this being the end of his semester for him. And with that, we can hop over to NFTs. NFTs. So in all the headlines about NFTs, they're almost always right now still about um, art or about PFP projects, avatar projects. And I think sometimes something that gets lost in that is that NFT technology is essentially just a way to document transactions on the blockchain so that the idea is that because it's recorded on the blockchain, it's you can't uh, edit it. There's no way to manipulate the transaction after it has happened. So people like it because they think that it is a very concrete way to document transactions and refer back to them. But so essentially, NFT technology can be used to document all sorts of transactions for digital assets or otherwise. And so today, the Robert Mondavi Winery and Bernardo are forming a partnership to release this winery NFT. Um, what that means, Bernardo is a porcelain maker. It's one of the biggest, most iconic like porcelain designers in the world that they sell at a lot of department stores and things like that. And then Robert Mondavi Winery, look it up. I'm sure you actually recognize the logo. It's one of the most ubiquitous and iconic wineries in the world. And they're partnering up on this NFT project that comes with a piece of digital art, but essentially you're also buying one of 1,966 porcelain one and a half liter wine bottles. And they're just these beautifully designed porcelain bottles, which are essentially an art piece in their own right. Um, and then each bottle has a custom wine blend from Napa Valley's legendary Two Cologne Vineyard. Um, and then so today at 1 p.m. Eastern time, you will have the opportunity to purchase some of these wine bottles. And when you make the purchase, you'll receive a piece of generative art that was created by this artist, Clay Heaton. And then eventually you'll also receive the actual bottle of wine. And then each NFT will serve as a quote unquote key to redeeming the wine bottles down the line, um, other exclusive winery experiences and insider access to whatever future things Robert Mondavi decides to do in the world of Web3 or other winery. And then each token will serve as a key to redeeming the wine bottle um, and then also give access to exclusive winery experiences and anything else that Mondavi is working on down the line. So the drop takes place today at 1 p.m. Eastern at nft.robertmondaviwinery.com. You can buy them through fiat dollars with a credit card or through ETH. If you want to learn more, hop on to the site. We'll have a story up today, probably a few hours after this podcast goes live to learn more. And then also we'll be doing a Twitter spaces today at 3 p.m. where you can learn more. And we'll also be sharing how to get the Po app of the day because the Po app of the day today will be a, a tie in with the Mondavi winery. And then finally, yesterday, our guy Beeple appeared on episode 1748 of the Joe Rogan experience. Um, if you don't know Beeple, Beeple is still the highest selling NFT artist of all time. His piece every day is the first 5,000 days, which was a combination of 5,000 JPEGs of artwork, digital artwork that he'd been doing over 5,000 days every single day, um, sold for $69 million back in March. He is the third highest selling artist in general of all time and the highest selling NFT artist of all time. Uh, during their talk, people gifted Rogan an NFT in a little display case, a digital display case, which I think was an interesting piece for people to kind of understand how you can display your NFTs as well. You can listen to the episode. It's live on Spotify for sort of Rogan's patented, really long form conversation interviews. Um, but if you want to hear Beeple's story in more of a little shorter format, um, Google Becoming Beeple and watch the 21 minute mini doc that we made about Beeple. And then we've gotten to interview him a lot. He's a really great guy. And that is it for today's episode. For more detail on these stories and more, head over to 137pm.com or follow us on our social media platforms. We'll be back tomorrow. 
As always, remember, stay curious. Stay curious.